1: The same. Welcome to Who Weekly the Podcast, where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger.
0: I'm Lindsay Weber.
1: And we're going on tour this summer and fall. Woo-hoo. It's official. Thank We've been waiting so long God. to announce this, and now we finally are announcing it. We got dates, and later this week we'll have tickets.
0: We're so excited. Patrons are getting a pre sale. So if you're not a patron, you better sign up right now. We're so they excited.
1: Get... We're
0: doing New York. We're doing I got Italy, all the D.C., Chicago. I mean, hold on.
1: I won't give you dates, but I'm going to give you names of cities just to get you excited because we're still waiting on confirmations. But you'll be able to buy tickets this week. New York, Philadelphia, Washington, D.C., Dallas, Austin. Atlanta, Boston, Chicago, Los Angeles, San Francisco, and hold on to your butts, Toronto and Vancouver, which are in Canada. First
0: times ever we're going abroad. We've oh never gone abroad. Oh my God. We're also definitely expanding this, hopefully, if all goes well, to maybe a few other places, TBD, yeah. maybe further abroad. So get excited.
1: Yeah. Can't wait. So. Patreons, you'll be able to buy tickets starting on Wednesday. Everyone else, you'll be able to tickets buy are tickets on sale starting Friday. on Friday.
0: Yeah, tickets are on sale Friday. You can get tickets at our website, whoweekly.us slash I think it's live, but you'll be able mm-hmm. to figure it out.
1: Here's a, the headline of the century. I don't know. We tweeted this from our account, and it has like, Almost two million views for some reason. It's Bossip's headline. Lust in translation. mouth mouthwatering milkshake brings Ghostbuster granddad Bill Murray to the yard. Senior Citizen Swirl sparks kaleidoscope confusion.
0: Incredible. One of their one of their fine they don't it doesn't get old and they don't and they just get better and better at it, you know? lust in translation
1: it's from a it's from a version of the internet that doesn't kind of exist anymore and yet they're still doing it and doing it well and doing it in a way that people really care about
0: i mean sure it's kind of like an inside joke we're all kind of on together which is nice mm-hmm. is that we we? it's a reliable you know it's a reliable thing that comes with the news and they just give it every single time
1: pulitzer as you wrote do we give think it to them. that this is real do we think that police <laughs> and bill murray are actually dating
0: What's funny is up until you said that moment, I, like, hadn't even confronted that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I've been, like, lol, but that I I'm I've never actually, like, until you asked me that question in my brain thought, like, is this real or not? It seems too random to not have some sort of basis in reality, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I wonder... And The Sun, as you know, is on a roll because they broke the Maddie Healy-Taylor Swift thing before mm. anyone else did. Yep. I mean, I think people... And that, that was true. ...they were true. The ones that were, quote-unquote, brave enough to publish mm-hmm. um, without much evidence, just a little bit of gossip swirling. So I just...
1: Also, we don't have it in the doc, but she's since responded, like, as of this well, morning. Well, she didn't
0: deny it. Well, well she actually... What she responded is extremely confusing but she didn't deny
1: it. No, but she's right? responded since then. We don't have it in the doc yet. Wait, I'll get to what it. Did there's she a say? new thing since this morning. We're recording on Monday morning. So Are you kidding? The, yeah, there's a new thing that's again not a confirmation or a denial, but it's more of a confirmation than the first response. So but after
0: before you get there, though, the reason why they're like, they're kind of, everyone's laying out why this would make sense, which it doesn't. And the reasons that they're giving is that both of them have had partners who've died relatively recently. Not really, I mean.
1: In the past few years.
0: I do think, and maybe we have to say this first, it is really interesting to me not a positive interesting and negative interesting that she's gonna go for this guy in his like creepy era where he was like literally just accused of harassment on set Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. sexual harassment on set Uh it is a little bit of an odd time to be like time is now strike while the iron's hot it's like the iron has never been colder you know
1: right so you start you you like explore this relationship or this alleged relationship this seeming relationship by thinking like hmm I guess like I'm not gonna under grief is very personal. this is their own personal journey but at the same time weird decision weird guy to choose weird
0: weird timing is mm-hmm. guess I guess It's just like we were in an era of before this kind of this he was having a sans or whatever, mm-hmm. or like, actually, honestly, the it lasted a very long time. It was not a short period of time. Mm-hmm. And then this news came out. Everybody was kind of like, "Oh, that's like just kind of gross." And like, I don't really. And now I feel kind of weird about it. Yes. And now you're gonna go for him. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So after this news was sort of released what was it, Thursday night, Friday morning, people were reaching out to Khalees and Bill Murray for comment. They weren't providing any comments. Khalees is on vacation. I think she was in Greece, right? Wasn't she in, like, Mykonos or something? She's on vacation. People keep asking her officially via, like, journalistic channels. Well, she's the only one
0: who's going to answer anything at all. He's, like, not going to say anything. No,
1: of course not. And then we have people just commenting on her Instagram. So it's like you have the journalist requesting comment. She's not saying anything. Then you have a fan... Who writes on her Instagram photo of her like gallivanting around Mykonos, like looking sexy? Ma'am, would you care to address those Bill Murray allegations? Because damn, what's he doing with all that? The user wrote. To which Khalees responded, "Quote, LOL, no, babe, I wouldn't bother at all." Which I don't. It's a confusing comment that
0: at all because it doesn't actually respond to the. There's something weird. Is she is she saying? Is she saying, I don't want to respond to the allegations, or I wouldn't bother with him at all?
1: Mm -hmm. It's a confusing statement, and no one really really knew what to make of it. Like, even the headlines don't really... The headlines, which try to make sense of it, don't make sense of it. They just call it a reaction. It's not
0: confirmation. It's not denial. It's... It's unclear what she's re- like, really. It literally, it literally gives nothing. Well, it's that's literally giving nothing.
1: That's why I like this people headline because you can tell that everyone, like, on the edit staff on this particular story was like, How do we sum this up? So they went with police right. reacts after fan asks her to address Bill Murray dating rumors. Quote I wouldn't bother at all because it doesn't mean anything, it means nothing. Right. So page sixes was just
0: unbothered. Khalees reacts to Bill Murray dating rumors. <laughs> like she, right? She's unbo. She said she wouldn't bother. She's unbothered. We don't know. We don't know what she wouldn't bother with. Like we don't know what that's referring to.
1: She posted some more photos from her vacation. There's a photo of her like in the water, and the Sun posted this this morning with the headline "Bossy, bossy. Khalees 43 Breaks Silence on Romance with Bill Murray 72" saying, "Quote." We are both blessed, rich, and happy. Again, this was in an Instagram comment. Someone goes, Bill got you out. Because she's in a a wave, like in a bikini. Like it's a a cute photo. And so someone comments, Bill got you out by riding his wave. LOL, media is destroying y'all. She writes back, LOL, yeah, maybe for now everyone's dumb and will believe anything. But the best part is we are both blessed, rich, and happy. So, who's really laughing now? That's funny.
0: Wait, wait, wait. So, is that another semi denial, but also confirmation? It's the same sort what? of thing.
1: It's like you can be blessed, rich, and happy independently of each other. You know, you don't have to be blessed, rich, and happy together as a unit. She's still not saying that anything, but she's feels saying more.
0: Way more of a denial mm-hmm. than the
1: last one. Khalees has proven time and time again that she's like, a very savvy celebrity and i right because we know how good calice is with like the press and how just like smart she is generally this mm-hmm. is very like this is just like clever i feel like even if this isn't true i think she knows it's mm-hmm. in her best interest not to say it one way or the other that she can just milk this and get a little you know get a little good press why not you know
0: Yeah. wow so Right. She's leaving me even more confused than before. Right. So you're right. Maybe the answer is a 100 percent no. And she's just dragging yeah. it out because she knows better. Yeah. And Bill's never going to respond. And his people are never going to put out a denial. No. Or anything. They're just not. Gonna they don't do that,
1: at that at shit. They don't do that shit. So
0: she's just like, oh, well, while I have eyes on me, have yeah. you heard about my farm? Have you heard about my milkshake?
1: And the reason this rumor has even really started is because they were spotted together after some of her performances. And like photos of them together in the past couple of weeks exist. Like they definitely sure. spoke, hung out. Sure. Like he definitely Maybe even her went perform. on a date. Maybe they went on a date. But like that's all we know for sure. Like there are some photos of them together.
0: Are there even, are these even her performances or is she like, yeah, they're just similar? Yeah, it was one about of her performances, similar.
1: yeah. Okay, But we don't really know why he was there. We don't know if she planned well, he it kind of go, him, you know? He
0: shows up randomly to mm-hmm. lots of places. Like, that's kind of his thing.
1: Yeah, his thing of when he used okay. to like show up at bars and like randomly bartend, you yeah. know? Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That was the, that was like the, that was these sans, the Maria Sans era. <laughs> hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. You, don't you don't have to love me. You don't even have to like me. You don't even have to like me. But you will, respect, you will me. Respect, me.
1: respect me. You know why? Because you know you know <laughs> I'm a boss. Speaking of Salsa's, Ariana <laughs> renaissance, post doing the thing, what she did was nothing. And I'm going to tell you that best featured actress in a play is up next. And also, I don't know what these notes stand for. So
0: please welcome whoever walks out on stage next. <laughs> that transition was inaccurate. It was
1: bad. She did actually do a lot of stuff. I like this New York Magazine headline, "Shh, Ariana DeBose opened the Writerless Tony Awards without speaking. She did a fantastic job in the opening number, which I did watch. But what's funny about the opening number is that it includes not one word spoken out of her mouth. It's just a very long song and dance.
0: If an award show was going to work without lots of writing and more just singing and performing and na- saying people's names correctly, it's the Tonys. <laughs> so right. not to be whatever, but I don't know if anyone aside from people on stage saying a lot talking a lot about the WGA WGA's and shouting them out and all that you wouldn't have noticed you would have noticed anything was different i think i there's was one joke all night that i heard somebody make and it was nathan lane and i was (sighs) like he wrote that himself because it was bad (laughs) seriously
1: Oh, you mean like they didn't have like a team of writers, so it was just people who went up and said like, It was just yeah. people who went
0: up who who gave, gave gave a little bit of their own. You, I mean, you could tell that he had just written it. And it was like, that was the, him and him and, um, uh, Sarah Jessica, uh, Matthew Broderick, I was going to say mm. Sarah Jessica Parker's husband, <laughs> did a little bit of a comedy, had a comedy moment. And they were really the only kind of ones that did that. Mm-hmm. Everyone else went up there and said, hi, I'm TK, TK, TK. Like they said their name and people cheered and then they did their thing.
1: And then would they say, like, I'm giving the award for best performance by an actor in a feature role? Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, it was very straightforward.
1: That's cool. Which
0: is nice because nobody's name got mispronounced.
1: <laughs> that is nice. Well, I think of them in the same way as I think of the Grammys, where it's sort of like the performances are the thing, you know? And as long as the Tonys are sending the actors out to perform, who gives a shit?
0: Well, that's why it's like such a interesting... I mean, I'm really glad that they stood with the WGA and, and figured this out, so they could have the thing that that grew their industry, which was in desperate is in desperate need of growth, mm-hmm. but also didn't cross this picket line. But really, like the Tony should be focusing generally more on showing off performances and being 99 mm-hmm. percent people performing than any than anyone else. Mm-hmm. So, so really for them, it's not a problem. If anything, it's kind of a solution. Not that they, I feel like I, you obviously need writers. They you need structure. You need production. You need and you need context or anything, but maybe the writing for the Tonys is more of a conceptual writing mm-hmm. is more of a is more of a staging is more of that. you mm-hmm. know what I mean and that works better for that award show. That yeah. being said, the Oscars could have never. The Oscars could never. You know what I mean? The yeah. Emmys could never.
1: The Tonys have the luxury of having, like, the show-stopping the performances could. every other award. Exactly,
0: you know? exactly. The more important conversation about the Tonys was <laughs> that the two non-binary winners mm-hmm. were the ones in the conversation, like, about the best actor versus best, best categories, actress. categories. The yeah. best actor versus best actress categories and how those are kind of becoming outdated. And, mm-hmm. and it's interesting is if these wins prove that because Mm -hmm. they prove that these people won and they don't fit in these categories and they had to kind of have a a, do a do a concession kind Mm -hmm. of have a concession to themselves to realize a dream and it was worth it to them to do that which you know that's their own personal preference to like say it was worth it Mm -hmm. to accept the award but it really does speak to the fact that the year that we had this conversation was the year that they won. Alex Newell and who was the second person who I I'd, I'd never seen, um, *Some Like It Hot*, so I didn't know that actor.
1: Um, Jay Harrison Gee for *Some Like yeah. It Hot*. Yeah.
0: Especially where it's like we're all saying actor for both actor. No one's saying actress anymore. Anyone in their right mind is not really saying actress. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. even so. It's just kind of interesting that like before even. This was a conversation within, you know, acting communities. People were stopping saying "actress" mm-hmm. for anyone for cis women. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: The the actor as a as a gender neutral term, like that's that's way more common these days. Um, and it's
0: old, right? And it's older than this I, conversation too, which and, is interesting.
1: And they do the thing on like they they talk about this. They've talked about this on Little Gold Men a lot recently, where it's sort of like. I don't like there there really is no reason for the gendered categories anymore. Like if it's a question of like, oh, well, then we'll only get up, give out one award, then give out more, you know, like, like, break it down by category, break it down by like, I mean, by genre of film, break it down by anything like, like, there really is no good reason to keep performances. Right. There's plenty of solutions. If gendered, you figured out how yes. to
0: have a Tony's without writers, you can figure out how to fix these categories <laughs> without and not categories. make it a big deal. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No one loses in yeah. this except for the losers who lose the category. And you know who award. lost?
1: You know who lost? Leah Michelle. And you know who won? Alex Newell.
0: The the idea that the Gleeks are taken over. And I'm like, you guys don't want to claim Leah, but she's a Gleek too. Sorry.
1: I'm going to quote, I'm going to quote our, our GFF inventor of grunge right now because this morning in a chat he said the Glee project is more powerful than the Manhattan Project <laughs> like because the oh Glee God. project brought us Maddie. Alex Newell who won for Shucked, <laughs> um, and did perform in the medley from Shucked, which got performed the part of the song that they got very famous for independently owned. The 76th annual Tony Awards wrapped up a short time ago right here on WBZ and a Massachusetts native took home some shiny new hardware. Alex Newell won Best Featured Actor for their performance in Shucked, The first first non-binary performer to win a Tony award. Newell is from Lynn and had already won the drama desk for portraying Lulu in the musical comedy. So a big congratulations to Alex. Lindsay sent me a profile yesterday and just sent me a link and said, you have to read, you said, you have Reading to read this. Reading this
0: on the beach was like the greatest story of my life. You know what I mean? You know, when you get a profile that's just so fun and so meaty and so juicy and so random, and you're just like, I'm going to read this as slow as possible as to take it in like mm-hmm. every breath. You know what I yep. mean? And then I knew it would be relevant today. So I was like, okay, now I'm like doing work. I feel so <laughs> good. I'm, I'm like, I'm it multitasking. Work. It is. Okay. So here's the headline. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. wants to be president. Cheryl Hines is along for the ride. You have to read the deck. The Curb Your Enthusiasm actress is beloved in Hollywood. In supporting her husband's campaign, is she normalizing his often dangerous ideas?
1: It's sort of like, yes, she is. <laughs> Absolutely. Whether or not she's willing to admit it, which she's not.
0: It's so crazy. So... Cheryl Hines is doing this profile that is like 50% for her husband's presidential campaign, which is like gearing up, mm-hmm. and 50% for her own like Body well, cream skincare line. line that she has with her daughter.
1: Last time you were here, you had just gotten hitched to Robert F. Kennedy Jr., also known as your cutie booty, Bobby, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you you and Robert, you actually met at one of Larry David's parties because you're both mutual friends of his. We are, yeah. Yeah, and we have a picture of him at your wedding, he doesn't look very thrilled.
0: He's got that face, right? <laughs> He's got that face. But I read that he was not optimistic about you guys as a couple when you first got together. He was just a little now, pessimistic. Well, he's not optimistic about anything. <laughs> but what I, told, what I told Larry, I said, you know, um, I think Bobby and I might see each other. He said, oh, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> said, that, that's never going to last. We said, okay, thanks. Um, and then cut two, he's yeah, held there's in already. the wedding. Did he ever apologize and say I was wrong? Oh, no. Le- I don't think Larry would ever no. say I was wrong. No. It's, so fu- it's so funny to take the L on having to do this press where she basically cannot answer a question about her politics mm-hmm. in order to sell skincare. And mm-hmm. I just wonder how effective that is and if that is worth it. Do you know what I mean? To do, but in a way, like... I'm curious how you think she comes off in terms of the politics because I'm like, does this help? I don't, I, I cannot, I cannot tell. I cannot tell what this does for anyone. If you're on the, if you're on the line because of him, does this help or hurt? I feel like it hurts because they just keep bringing up vaccines. Like they will not stop bringing them up, you know, because she will not answer a question.
1: So I was trying to refresh myself on what Yeah, I was trying to refresh myself on what RFK Jr. said a couple of years ago, or just a year ago at this point, about Anne Frank, because I was like, did he say something anti-Semitic or was it just about Anne Frank? And it was in relation to the vaccines, because they reference it in the profile, but they don't give the actual quote. But um what he said, well I'm just gonna quote politico, but it goes anti-vaccine activist Robert F. Kennedy Jr. made deeply offensive comments when he suggested things are worse for people today than they were for Anne Frank, the teenager who died in a Nazi concentration camp after hiding with their family in a God, secret annex can't. of an answering House for two years. Just say Anne okay, Frank. You so, can't
0: just evoke Anne Frank whenever you want. It's like
1: No, exactly. And you asked me if this would be bad for her or if this is like If this really is going to matter for her. i
0: more mean for him than her, I think.
1: I don't know. My gut is that it makes, my thought is that it makes him more interesting. It makes him more likable. And I kind of think it does next to nothing to her. Because it's not I think if she were if she were a higher profile actor and not just kind of like, I'll do another season of Kirby Enthusiasm when Larry David wants to do another season of Kirby Enthusiasm, like she kind of stopped. There was a, she was in a director era after um she Adrian Shelley moms. died. She did bad moms, you know, like but I also think that she's one of those celebrities who had kind of a windfall, <laughs> you know, like suddenly becomes quite rich, quite rich, and kind of doesn't have to deal with acting anymore. Well, and I think honestly, the thing
0: with her that I think is confusing to people mm-hmm. is that she is like the second main character on Curb, right? Mm-hmm. And Curb is like a hyper-realistic, almost faux documentary about Larry David's life, right? So we watch that thinking essentially this is Larry David. Mm-hmm. This is 100% Larry David. But everything else about that show, aside from Larry David, is essentially fake, even though it's real actors. Except yeah. for Cheryl using some of their real names, so I think the line is the reality line is blurred. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I think a lot of people think that Cheryl Hines is Larry, Larry David's, David's wife. wife. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. like a hundred percent. And and this, I think, is. It, I'm not like sure. I think it hurts her because otherwise you wouldn't know anything about her politics or anything involved. Like, you would just see her and, like, it would bring good endorphins because you'd be like, Larry David's wife, like, Cheryl, we love it. Or what's her name in the show? Cheryl. Cheryl
1: David. Yeah. And That's the what I'm thing saying. is, it's
0: like, it really is like, masks anything negative. About her, and the true heads know this is a woman who literally is married to like a dangerous man.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I think so. (laughs) The true heads know. That's
0: great. But I'm just saying, I think most people, lay people, do not know. So I think it's bad for her. But good for him. And I think that's the era that we're going into in which if she wants to support her husband, she's going to take the L a little bit here.
1: Yeah, I think that's I think that's a good argument. I just think that like Bat and
0: her Hollywood friends are going to have to take a step back or at least publicly say, like, I don't want to deal with this, you know, including Larry Larry kind of kind of gives this off. Larry does give that kind of I love and support these people, but no, I will not be supporting them. that's what he says.
1: I just think it's like him, him, him. I agree with what you're saying that it's better for – that it's good for him and bad for her. I just think that, like, the bad for her uh, – It's not like, that bad. It's not that bad because she is such a low-profile celebrity to begin with and sure. kind of a low-impact celebrity in terms Which of output as well. Which even adds to the
0: confusion about her curb and existence it's like, what does bad because – it- if you hadn't seen her or anything else, which you might not have because she's not that prolific, you would be really confused. You would 100% believe she's Larry David's
1: wife. Yes, absolutely. And also like right? you said that Larry is the one that it's, like, the heightened version of, of, of like, it's autobiographical for him and no one else. It's close for Cheryl because there's, there's definitely some Cheryl Hines and the Cheryl David. Like, for someone sure. who's obsessed with philanthropy and always, like, supporting all these causes. Like, a very, like, rich L.A. girly who's always, like, going to galas and stuff. An actor. Sure,
0: but the main thing about Cheryl now is that she's a Kennedy. And that, to me, because that's missing, you're missing, like, 99.9% of why... Of this woman's existence today, sorry, especially as she and especially as she embarks on a presidential campaign with her husband, mm-hmm. essentially, which is what they're getting at here. They're like, "How involved will you be?" But like, they know she'll be the most involved because you have to be the most involved.
1: Mm-hmm. You know that this story was like, "Oh, well, we're gonna who was who was the writer for this, Caitlin Moscatello," and you know that there was like an agreement where it was like, "We will promote your." Sc- skincare line or your body cream line, right. but like, don't, we're, we're not going to act like Young. we're not going to talk about your husband, right? Because he's a political, he's a presidential candidate and he's a Kennedy. And despite knowing that that's definitely going to be part of the conversation, there are moments in here where she doesn't know what to say. And it's not even like they were complicated questions. Like there is a moment in here, the, the, the part where they actually time her silence. Where is it? It's 49 seconds <laughs> and it it's goes so and they ask her a question that like, I feel like any person would have been prepped for if they were in Cheryl Hines's position. And she takes a 49-second break. Wait, let me just search. Control-F, 49. Control-F, 49. Here we go. On potentially being first lady, quote, I haven't really spent time in that space because we're not there yet, bullshit. On how much she has prepared for the trail, quote, every day I learn a lot. On which current issue specifically she was referring to when she tweeted that she and her husband differ. Because... After his, like, kind of weird anti-Semitic and anti-vaccine stuff really went viral last year, she released a statement saying that she differed from her husband's opinions on things. Right. And that's her
0: main, like, talking point about that. We
1: differ. We differ. And they asked for clarification. On what platforms do you differ? And, quote, this is Cheryl now, Okay, let me think here, unquote. There was a 49-second pause then which didn't resolve in a clear answer. Like, they don't even, like, paraphrase what she said. They're just like, she didn't say anything we
0: She only responded publicly when it became accused of anti-Semitism.
1: Yep. yep. There
0: was, it was only something that she responded to mm-hmm. when anti-Semitism was brought up. Mm-hmm. Just saying, in terms of, like, the vaccine stuff that he'd been peddling for a long time, she did not say shit. Yeah. As soon as it crossed into anti-Semitism, mm-hmm. she said, this is reprehensible. Mm-hmm. I think she literally said, repre- she called the Holocaust reference reprehensible. Yeah. I kind of think, sure, you don't have to be fully responsible for everything your spouse, your says, spouse and does, says and, and does, and you don't have to agree with them on everything. But here's <laughs> where it changes. If your spouse is running for president, and you are essentially running as a <laughs> president. Of the United lady, States, not like yes,
1: the Homeowners Association. <laughs> you,
0: you, Yeah, th- exactly. No, yeah, exactly. Then you have to have some sort of answer to this Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you're allowed to disagree but then you have to say you disagree you can't sit in the middle especially with something as controversial and honestly like quote-unquote timely as vaccines right like this guy had like a scammy foundation raising money for like children's health that was like essentially an anti-vaccine like information like lobbyist firm or mm-hmm. whatever the fuck it was that got him kicked off instagram for like peddling lies so it's like yeah. it's not like this guy is out here just like casually being like well we don't know gotta see both sides he's literally like doing the you know he's doing the thing he's, he's doing, doing, the, doing the hurt. he's doing the harm <laughs> yes yeah. what so th- i just find it interesting that this like puff piece, like, they went in on her, which I was glad. They do go in on it's her, like, for real. This is essentially, to me, I didn't hear that he was running for president. This, to me, is the announcement that he's running for president, mm-hmm. like, as far as I'm concerned. And it might be the information for a lot of people. They probably didn't know.
1: Yeah. I do think she must have, she seems smart enough to know that this was coming, and I'm sure they prepped her for it. But, like, it's wild that she wasn't smart enough to prepare more. And I think that that probably is because she doesn't really see it as being bad for her. You know, like, she's sort Maybe of she like... Maybe she
0: doesn't see it as being real. Maybe she's, she's, she's not like, there
1: but I love, like, the the interview ends, which is, it ends chronologically because the, the piece, sorry, the profile ends chronologically because the profile ends at the end of the interview. And it's really funny. The last three paragraphs are, as the interview wound down, she, Cheryl, laid out several Heinz plus Young body creams. And again, this is her daughter, Catherine Young, who is the daughter whose father is her ex-husband, who was not a famous person at all.
0: Paul Young. He's the founder of Principato Young, you know, that, like, management firm oh, that I've you've never definitely heard of,
1: heard of. I put this in here, yeah. but I hadn't heard of it. Oh, so he's, like, very yeah. successful, probably rich. Okay. Rich guy. So the interview is winding down. She lays out all these creams on the coffee table to smell. Quote, it's all about taking care of yourself and relaxing, she said. So it's hilarious that it's launching right now. She then walked over to a bookshelf behind the sofa where white t-shirts with Kennedy 24 printed across the front were rolled up and stacked like towels at a gym. Quote, I'm going to give you a t-shirt, she said. I don't know who you're voting for, and you can do whatever you want with it. She looked around the room again and then toward the door. Quote, I have all these Kennedy t-shirts. That's the oh end of the God. story.
0: That's really funny. That's really funny. It really it like perfectly. That's really funny. I'm sorry. That's funny.
1: She's like, I'm trying to sell my... I'm trying to sell this fucking body cream, but I got all these Kennedy t-shirts. What am I doing here?
0: I think she's ambivalent, and I think if she had her way, he'd not be running for shit. You know what I mean? Like, I think she likes being a Kennedy, but I don't think she likes it this much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did you... The other bit that you pointed out, too, that I laughed at was... Did you see where they wrote it? They wrote that there was a point where her reputation was being infringed upon by him, and they were going to announce a
1: fake oh, breakup. Oh, fuck! That was the most interesting part of the whole profile, and we forgot to yeah. mention it. Yeah, it was like you never hear about you never hear about this like direct a crazy from the thing source. To share, sorry, these that's are a always crazy
0: thing to share. These
1: are always things we speculate or we hear about it from insider sources or like. Wait, we, let me read the thing. Yeah. Okay.
0: Mr. Kennedy said it was a difficult time for them quote I saw how it was affecting her life and I said to her we should just announce that we are separated so you can have some distance from me he said we wouldn't really be doing anything we would just I felt so desperate about protecting her at a time where my statements and decisions were impacting her then stop making statements and dis he even said he wrote up a news release though it never went out Miss Hines said that there was never an option although she was upset with Mr. Kennedy for his choice of words quote it was also frustrating to hear Bobby say things that could so easily be twisted into snippets that misrepresented his meaning and didn't represent who he is. This was definitely after the Holocaust thing, for sure. You
1: never... It was right after the Holocaust thing. Celebrities will never admit when they leak stuff to the press or they they tell a lie for their own benefit. And here we have people discussing that openly. It's right. like, no, we worked with our publicist. We drafted a statement. Right. We were going to release this lie because we thought it would be good for us. And then we decided against it. It's like, when's the last time you heard famous people say that? Like actually reveal how it works. I actually think that's I like know. the most thrilling part of this whole profile. That was the first thing we talked I about know. when we were texting about it yesterday. Like, that's Well, cuz that was a,
0: that was the major pull quote <laughs> yeah. from it. I was like dying. The other thing that I thought was funny was I went to her her um her cream website and i was checking out i was like what's this product what are we inspired by here and here's one of the flavors here's one of the here's one of the flavors of cream that she's selling ready hyannis seagrass a clean scent with notes of fresh sage crisp sea salt and woody cedar and earthy tonka bean hyannis seagrass is invigorating and inspiring think ocean air skinny dipping and sunshine god That's the most Kennedy shit ever. Invoking Hyannis to sell your dream. (laughs)
1: Chappaquiddick waters, love Hucot, but that's you know, so like, funny. I know,
0: <laughs> it's like down where where Mary Joe lay, <laughs> we've we oh have a Dealey plaza this
1: daisies, <laughs> <laughs> like like truly, I mean that would be uh, funny Cheryl Hines shit if she leaned into Kennedy Kerr stuff.
0: I don't know if she's going full Boston. I'm saying go full Boston. <laughs> give me some, give me some clam chowder. Give me a, you know, <laughs>
1: Hyanna seagrass is really, oh God, really. Can you imagine funny. a
0: clam chowder salt scrub? No.
1: But that that Ooh. perfectly that perfectly Ooh. explains like what her goal is here. She's like, "I just want the Kennedy lifestyle. Don't involve me Exa- in this bullshit." But it's ex- like, "Sorry, you can't exactly have a of That's exactly why ways. I shared
0: this. Exactly. You want to sell Hyannis seagrass <laughs> scented cream. You have to answer to your husband's bad opinions. <laughs> 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 I don't buy I'm not buying this literally and, you know, theoretically.
1: Let's start with Cheryl, your wonderful wife. Cheryl Hines, very famous, well-known actress, uh, is brilliant in Larry David's Curb Your Enthusiasm. And people want to blame her because she's married to you. (laughs) She was there when you announced your presidential run. And I wonder, because the last time we talked, you said she was, you said, don't read that book. You don't have to read my book. You don't have to get involved in my professional thing, which is very controversial. And you said she's a tender-hearted woman and this was just a lot for her to take in. Um so how on earth are you putting her through this? <laughs> How's this going to go? <laughs> uh, that's a good question. It was like 70 something degrees a couple of days ago. It's time to put our winter weather to bed or in my Pull case out under the bed.
0: Your linens, sweetie's, the lin- it's time for- it's linen season, honey. Oh.
1: Oh, all I want is linen all the time. I just want to be draped in linen for my entire life.
0: Not only am I pulling out my linen tops, my linen bottoms, my linen dresses, I'm putting on my linen sheets. I'm putting on my linen pillowcases. I'm just like, Ooh. everything is linen because the weather's getting warmer. So it's time to say goodbye to jackets, sweaters, and hello to shorts, tees, and linen.
1: I know. I should probably buy... Some linen shorts from Quince. I have a Quince cotton duvet cover that I really like. And it's warm. It's it's warm in the cold months and it's cool in the warm months, which is sort of where I want my bedding to be, somewhere Mm -hmm. in the middle. And you
0: can get premium European linen from blouses, shorts, dresses from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And you get it for a good price because Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, they cut out the cost of the middlemen and pass the savings on to you. I hate
1: middlemen. I hate middlemen. And Quince
0: only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. We love it.
1: Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash who for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash who to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash who.
0: I was in Florida this past weekend and guess what was the talk of the town?
1: Your mom's aura frame?
0: The aura frame. The aura frame kept, it was scrolling through every photo. I was like, oh, oh, there's that. Oh, there's that. Oh, there-. I'm like, where'd they get that photo? There's always a photo where I'm like, where'd they get that photo? How'd they get that photo?
1: I don't know where my mom gets the gifts that she sends me. Like when she (laughs) sends me a text gif, I'm like, where did you find that? And sometimes I look at her aura frame and I'm like, where did you download this? No,
0: I'm like, where did you get this photo from? Whose Instagram did you steal this photo off of, you know?
1: They love to steal from... And they love to just screenshot and not crops. It'll just be like a cropped Speaking of speaking of irritating blonde ladies.
0: Okay, <laughs> hey, this is written by the Christina Hall. It was edited and posted one week ago. <laughs> Super excited to announce that for one night, only on June 28th at 5 p.m. PST, I'll be hosting my first ever virtual live event. Get unstuck for good and start building income and wealth. A first ever virtual experience where you'll dot 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 get motivated, get excited, and dot 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 get a plan. Plus, I'll be giving away two more Taylor Swift Harris stores <laughs> premium seats during the event to a lucky person who registers for the live event. Click the link in my bio to register. Star Star can't make it. With your ticket, you'll receive a recorded version as soon as it's over and still be entered to win the getaway. What the fuck is Christina Hall doing? The like, first. What is this? This flipper flop. She's going to be the flop if she <laughs> if she keeps doing this bullshit because this is scamming. Well, I don't like this at all.
1: Tarek is the one who flipped and with, with heather flop. and she is the flop for sure i mean it
0: turns out she's the flop trust me i'd be team her but i'm seeing a flop
1: <laughs> i mean th- the most telling moment was in the season finale or the penultimate episode of the oh, latest season God. of sailing sunset when, when christina hall like, i love
0: you mama daughter you,
1: told heather that heather was the best mom she's ever had i was like i, love, I cannot believe i they love you left the, the kid was
0: like i love you new mommy <laughs> It was giving iRobot, but that's
1: fine. This is really after seeing
0: this. To be honest, Christina, get it together.
1: I feel like I'm always like on the fence when it comes to stuff like this. We talk about this a lot. When it comes to celebrities doing very weird money making schemes, like I know that she we're calling her a flop jokingly. She also has like 1,000 shows on like t- on HGTV, she's not, she's not wanting for money.
0: But why I see this as a flop and why I see it as scammy is not because she's just doing this thing. If she was doing something that was in the wheelhouse that we know that she's in, like if she was like, hey, I'm doing a private seminar about literally design, home mm-hmm. design, um, growing wealth through real estate, something that felt kind of less vague, promising of nothing and yeah. kind of, built up to be this thing that almost feels like if for for $50 a month, I'll give you one piece of it. You know, it it's just feels and scammy. scammy. It's and I, scammy.
1: And I think the thing is, though, I think it is about real estate. Because when I watch the video, again, it's really vague, which I think is deceitful and weird to do this to your audience where it's like, sign up for this live event and I'm just going to show you how to get rich. But I'm not going to tell you what the the subject is. It's
0: very get rich quick. And that's what I don't like about it. It's promising something versus promising education to help you get to where you need to go, which is like not saying she doesn't have any education to give, but Selling it in this way is very scammy.
1: It's scammy, and you know it's just going to be her being like, "Here's how you flip houses. Here's how you do this. Here's how you do what I do." Because maybe. I don't, under- I don't understand. Or maybe how she, she made would-
0: a curriculum. Maybe she made a like scammy curriculum based on self help books that doesn't do that at all. Now maybe she's trying to transition into that.
1: Her. The website says what you can expect. Building income and wealth with Christina is the perfect combination of fun night out with your besties meets expert oh. coaching session, where a sh- with a shit get done twist with the get shit get done shit twist. Shit done. Anyway, like I don't want to, I don't want to be- learn how to build income and wealth in a way that makes it feel like I'm having a fun night out with my girlies. You know, like I want you to, Ugh. I want you to be an authority figure. Anyway, I will teach, well, entertain, listen. and show you exactly what's working. Right.
0: All my personal tips and tricks Uh, on topics such as, one, passive income, two, (laughs) real estate, three, wealth building, four, design, five, motivation, six, kids. What do kids have to do with this? (laughs) Kids. Like don't have them if you wanna save money? Great, great, thanks for the suggestion. (laughs) Nutrition and wellness, healthy home, fitness, beauty, and my favorite, energy. energy. (laughs) You wanna get stuff done, develop a coke habit. <laughs> You'll have enough energy to get all these. You're not making any done.
1: accusations here. You're not making any accusations here. Oh, um, oh my god, I'm
0: sorry. I'm not calling Christina a crackhead. Sorry. Don't, don't
1: say um, it. Don't be Chriselle. S- oh my god. The
0: selling sunsets they are gonna come for me. I'm not a crackhead. I'm not a crackhead. I never like crack. I'm not a
1: crackhead. <laughs> With Mary goes, she's I she's uh, she's uh, she's, uh, she's not a crack she's not a crack. She does not do crack, she's not a crackhead.
0: You've been acting a little cracked out all night. <sighs> Holy shit. Um,
1: okay. You're a bitch. Wow. We one? no one we, no we, one? we, we need, Mary? We no
0: one? Uh, uh she she we uh, okay, I mean guys, seriously? Guys, honestly, guys, you know guys, what? No, guys no, having no, conversations I you, I was lending, refrain, but so let Let's also refrain from saying <laughs> someone <laughs> may be on drugs or not because <laughs> Exactly. Be oh my like, god. Nicole, you said Nicole, I'm cracked Nicole. out.
1: Hey, Christina here. If the last few years I love how she turns this into this pandemic sort of narrative too. If the last few years have left you feeling stuck and in a funk, you're not alone. Everywhere I turn, it seems friends, family, and fans I talk to aren't just feeling their job, health, relationships, and money situation. They're a bit Name off. Them all.
0: <laughs> Name them all. Name them all, Name baby. Them.
1: They want to take action to change, but their motivation meter is at zero. Anyway, this is just, this is a, a surprising pivot. But I'm always, like I was saying earlier, like, yeah it's scammy it's sort of like it feels like she's in a flop era but at the same time this stuff always this stuff always reeks of this was not my idea my manager came to me with this opportunity and said i could do this without doing much prep at all and i could be a it'd be a quick buck like to me this is and i'd say it
0: devalues her brand but i don't really know what her brand is now (laughs) anyways so it's not like i can really speak to that
1: I would love that you put this in. She really is a flop. And it's this headline from June 9th. Renee Zellweger and Aunt Anstead pose and Rare photo together while he gets a haircut. <laughs> she good about it all. I'd much rather like be in the room with a UT cap on while my boyfriend gets a haircut than do anything with Christina, with Christina Hall.
0: Question. Have the last couple of years left you feeling stuck and unmotivated? Everywhere I turn, people are feeling tired, exhausted, stressed, unmotivated, unsure of what to do with themselves. I get asked all the time what my secret is for always staying on top of my game and staying successful and constantly rebuilding
1: myself. So I will be doing my first ever one-night-only virtual live event where I will be teaching you guys all of my tips and tricks
0: for building lasting wealth and success we're going to be having a ton of surprises
1: giveaways it's going to be so fun but most importantly you will leave with a step-by-step plan to build lasting success and wealth click the link in my bio register today you don't want to miss it I kept seeing headline after, headline after headline after headline after headline. I'm going to read them all first before I get into what the twist is here. Here are some headlines I saw about Heather Graham based on a single carousel of photos that are clearly professionally taken in which she looks honestly stunning in a white bikini on a beach.
0: Oh, she looks amazing.
1: Heather Graham, 53, shows Incredible. off curves Never in a sexy white bikini. Quote, what witchcraft is this? That's from like a tweet or a comment. Heathergram53 rocked a teeny weeny string bikini in Jamaica and her killer abs are crazy toned. Heathergram rocked a teeny weeny string bikini in Jamaica and fans are losing it. Heather Graham hits the beach in Jamaica during a girl's trip. Heather Graham's ageless secrets revealed how 53-year-old star sleeps up to 12 hours a night and keeps up a grueling workout routine that involves yoga, pilates, and pole dancing while avoiding sugar and alcohol. So I'm like, wait, what are all these like beautiful photos of Heather Graham like, walking on the beach? And then you go to her Instagram, and sure enough, there's Heather Graham walking on the beach. And the caption is, I'm Heather Graham is a great Instagram I'm Heather. Also. I was just going to say her
0: username is I'm Heather Graham.
1: Grateful I got to spend time on this beautiful beach with at feministabulous heart girls emoji. Thanks for the cool photos. I am John Para, and thanks at Sandals Resorts at Sandals South Coast hashtag Sandals South Coast.
0: Yeah, I mean obviously, she got a free if you're stay gonna at like, sandals. Well, if you're gonna put out bikini photos, you better have a good reason. You know what I mean. Yes. Like to me, it's giving Elizabeth Hurley and it's giving like either I'm selling this bikini or I'm getting a free vacation. Mm-hmm.
1: And she got a fucking free vacation. And this is I feel like we talked about this when it came to that Bahamanian uh, Nassau port or whatever. And it was like celebrities should be more transparent about stuff. I think to me, this is closer than that because she calls them out. In three ways, very explicitly. She just doesn't call it an ad. Oh, I but mean, she this, says, is ex- this is thanks. as
0: explicit as it gets. Thanks. Like, right. I mean, I guess thanking it doesn't say the resort or ad or whatever. <laughs>
1: Thinking the resort to me, I think, <laughs> very clearly reads as, she got this shit free.
0: I think there is a thin line, and I'm just saying this out of my ass. Like, if you don't get paid, but you get, like, comped stuff mm-hmm. that you don't have to put Spawn or Ad or something. Yeah. Like I think that there's a thin line and I think it's confusing. And I think that's what we're all getting caught up in here where if you don't have an actual contract and get paid for something, then you can say, th- you have to you know, acknowledge, but you, you can free. say thank
1: you, Yeah,
0: right? I, like, didn't
1: get- I, I it's not an ad deal. I think that's deal. what we're coming up against yeah. here.
0: It's not technically an ad deal.
1: I didn't sign a contract. They just gave me a bunch of free shit.
0: But you know Sandals sent out the press release with all the photos. Heather, because this made Just Jared, For sure, Heather made it a girl's trip and was joined by her friends, Elizabeth Plank.
1: That was a that's a typo, yeah. Just a, oh, they just yeah, forgot that a, th- it was just one a Just Jared typo, yeah.
0: <sighs> While at the resort, they were treated to spa treatments from the Red Lane Spa and soaked up the sun on the beach. Heather stayed in a one bedroom swim up butler suite with patio <laughs> tranquility soaking tub.
1: That's press release. That's press release.
0: That's press release. Giving press release.
1: There's it's not perfect. But she's doing it better than a lot of people do it.
0: If you're going to do the 50 years old in a bikini and I look great, like shout out to you and it's going to be on your Instagram and you're going to own it, you might as well get a free trip
1: out of it. And you know what I th- what I found sort of charming about this is I think that people can be really nasty to Heather Graham and have been nasty to Heather Graham a lot in the past. And I was, I was pleased to see that she did this sort of blatant spawn and m- almost all the headlines were just like, look at Heather Graham. She looks great. We love Heather Graham.
0: Heather Graham, the star of American Woman... Lenny Kravitz' music video from 1999.
1: Heather Graham, the star of STAB. STAB 1. Hello? Hello? Who is this? Dream unrevealed his face. (laughs) Did you write this or to Timmy? Sorry, this is funny because it's very funny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Dream was like, Dream was like, I was being bullied by twelve year old, so I decided to like delete the video in which I reveal my <laughs> face, and so <laughs> did you just joke. Yes. I can't even see. How am I going to put the mask back on? I can't see through it. I can't even see. I can't even see. I can't see. Anyways, he posted a video that has. Uh five hundred thousand views, which is insane. Oh, it has more now. <laughs> it title. has more now. The title is just "Bye from Dream" because remember it was "Hi from high Dream" from or whatever. Dream. This is "Bye from Dream." I'm sorry. I know. I'm sure this sucked, but like,
1: it has four point four, so 4 million views now. By right. the way, I can't 4. feel 4 bad from a guy who
0: monetized views. taking off his mask and then de- and then also monetized putting back on this mask.
1: He wrote on the uh, YouTube, after face revealing and removing my mask, I regretted the attention and hate and I'm walking it back. Okay.
0: Okay. Bye.
1: The top comment is, can't wait for Dream's second face reveal. <laughs> <laughs> like, I
0: know. Like, even the 12 year olds know that this is just like, it's like the next in the line of things. You yeah. Know?
1: And if you're wondering why he did this now, he's releasing new music in a couple of weeks. Like, this is all, there's right. never, it's never, it never exists alone in a vacuum. You know, like, there's always context here. Okay. And the context here is he's releasing music.
0: Bobby, did you know that it's Live Nation's Concert Week and from now through May 14th you can get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows?
1: I did know because Live Nation sent us a list of all of the concerts and I'm obsessed because I'm definitely going to see some of these people.
0: Well, you can get up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, including Alanis Morissette, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, who else am I seeing? Lainey Wilson.
1: Peso Pluma and Sarah McLaughlin like back to back. That's fun. Megan Trainer, then Peso Bluma, then Sarah McLaughlin, and have us the summer of my life.
0: So grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. Visit livenation.com slash concertweek to buy now. That's livenation.com slash concertweek to buy now.
1: We have a gay rights, gay wrongs segment because it is oh my pride, God, happy pride. Happy
0: pride. We should have to do this every um, episode. I know we didn't pride have hunt. an
1: episode last Tuesday on the first Tuesday after pride, so we'll start doing it. Because um,
0: there's going to be so much good pride stuff. You know, so many gay rights and so many gay wrongs.
1: You're going to say, like, Bobby, I have a comment after these two gay rights, gay wrongs, and I will address that comment afterwards because I think it's uh, uh, it's emblematic of a larger issue in this year's Pride. Okay.
0: Yes, and I won't be speaking to that. Just FYI, I will not be speaking to that. Bobby
1: will. Lindsay's going to sit down, and she's going to be quiet, and she's going to let me speak. She's such a wonderful ally. Okay. Okay. Here's a headline Tyler James Williams addresses sexuality and why speculating about it may be, quote, sending a dangerous message. Tyler James Williams, star of Abbott Elementary, and also Everybody Hates Chris, and just like, uh, and didn't he just win a Golden Globe? You know, like, award winning actor. We all love him. Probably one of the most
0: coherent and well written and thoughtful explanations of this phenomenon thing that's been happening. Yes, this kind of speculation trend that we've we've fallen into which Gababi and I are also guilty of on multiple occasions so I'm not going to pretend like we're above it so I'm just I just feel like he really he really wrote this in a way that is very easy to understand and kind of undebatable which I liked
1: and did you send this to me or did did timmy to Steven I don't, whatever like when I got these because it's too it's too long it's notes app.
0: It was giving uh oh until you read it. Right.
1: When you see two blocks of text from like a beloved actor, a beloved celebrity, you're sort of like, oh no, the shoe drop for someone I like. So I was like, oh God. And I read it with trepidation. It's giving I'm sorry. It's giving I'm sorry. It's
0: giving I'm what it's giving what did I know? What did I know?
1: Like if Patty Clarkson on her Instagram posted two blocks of text, I'd be like, oh no. No. So I'm gonna read it all, but it's actually like, I think, I mean, I'm sure people, some people disagree, but I think this is just a really, a really good thing for someone to write out. And especially like kind of, it, it was especially, it felt especially nice given, like, the fact that he really didn't need to do this. (laughs) You know, like, he's on top of the world at this point. Like, he doesn't really need to be waiting into here, but it just felt very respectful to me. Anyway, okay, here's what he wrote. It's long, but I'm going to read it. Usually I wouldn't address stuff like this, but I feel like it as a conversation is bigger than me. I'm not gay, but I think the culture of trying to find some kind of hidden trait or behavior that a closeted person lets slip, quote, is very dangerous. Overanalyzing someone's behavior in an attempt to catch them directly contributes to the anxiety a lot of queer and queer-questioning people people feel when they fear living in their truth. It makes the most pedestrian of conversations and interactions and spaces feel less safe for our gay brothers and sisters and those who may be questioning. It also reinforces an archetype that many straight men have to live under that is oftentimes unrealistic, less free, and limits individual expression. I've been very clear about the intentionality I try to put into using my platform to push back against those archetypes every chance that I get. Being straight doesn't look one way, being gay doesn't look one way, and what may seem like harmless fun and conversation may actually be sending a dangerous message to those struggling with real issues i refuse to inadvertently contribute to that message happy pride to all of my queer and questioning brothers sisters and individuals i pray that you feel seen in ways that make you feel safe in the celebration that is this month as an ally i continue to be committing to assisting in that where i can and helping to cultivate a future where we are all accepted and given permission to be ourselves that's good shit that makes me feel like very merrill pointing at patricia arquette going yes that's good stuff that's good stuff because he he made it about him because ultimately it was about him. He's like, I'm sick of y'all making up lies about me. It's not true. I don't want to have to talk about like my sexuality. That shouldn't be my job.
0: The idea that being gay would be something you'd catch somebody it's very being or something. It's very gayer. I yeah. feel called it's out. Very I gayler. feel owned. I feel owned. Yeah, here. it's very gay But I, it's but, very to, but to
1: be fair, I do I do try, and I'm sure I fail occasionally. I try to keep that sort of speculation private sort you know like <laughs> you don't need to put that sort of thing. private
0: where, private where? like in your own home like yeah like, like going to your bedroom you, you close like, the door and you're like
1: i'm not putting like, i'm not putting Gaylor. it on i'm not putting it on instagram story like pointing out all the ways i think that taylor I swift might be gay you're saying
0: there's I a difference to. between having a fun conversation with a friend at a party about a gayler and be, having a few lols. It's or a fine whatever, line between a, those two It's things. a public figure and Posting, circling, um, you know, putting up the, the getting other, Dane's Trying to get other people to talk about board. it too,
1: right? Trying to make yeah, trying it to a broader prove conversation.
0: It, trying to get the person to comment about it, to either deny it or confirm it. I agree. It is very gotcha behavior.
1: When you're kind of on top of the world in the way that Tyler James Williams is right now. Starting a discourse, participating in a discourse is always a risk. That's why a lot of people who are in that position tend to say nothing. So I just thought that was really cool and I'm calling that a gay right. Even yeah, though he is in you know, fact is, yeah, admittedly straight. This is
0: ally rights. This is ally rights.
1: Okay. So gay wrongs. I was like, we gotta find a gay wrong and we found the gay wrong. Here's a headline. Oh, I found one. Justin Bieber's dad, Jeremy, tries to clear up Pride Month post, ends up doubling down on homophobia. <laughs> That's just like- okay, no-
0: no, nothing good is going to come from Jeremy listening Bieber. to Justin Bieber's dad, Jeremy. This has been proved. I mean, how old is Justin Bieber? He's been famous since he was like 29. five years old, yeah. right? So like over the past, let's say 25 years, 26 years, we've learned that there is nothing coming out of listening to Justin Bieber's dad, Jeremy Bieber. I'm serious. 25 like,
1: years. I have 15 years. I,
0: Okay, whatever. However long we've dealt with this man in the public sphere, there's nothing, nothing's come of it. What's really <laughs> funny about this? I'm sorry. It's, I mean, this guy sucks. Yeah. And that's why it's funny. Thank you for saying that, he, Lindsay. You're such an ally. He re, but I just want to find the humor in this because this guy is so inconsequential that, like, I. you have to laugh, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. So he, like, he, like, is on Instagram. He, like, reposts this post
1: the crunchiest meme.
0: <laughs> yeah and it looks it looks like it's been dragged through the mud it's been rolled up it's been spit out it's been it's been through the dishwasher it's been through the dryer with no settings and no dryer sheets it's just it is just it looks like it looks like it is an old testament you know quote or something okay it is a gay flag a pride flag a rainbow flag With the words over it that says, don't forget to thank a straight person this month for your existence.
1: Peace sign, peace sign. Which doesn't
0: even make any sense because gay people and queer people can famously give birth (laughs) as well. (laughs) Iconically, they can. I know that's crazy to imagine. I don't think Jeremy Bieber could like wrap his brain around the fact that a gay person could give birth. No. So then everyone's like jeremy bieber why are you being homophobic during pride this is so random of you okay like we don't even i don't even know i haven't even heard from you in a while whatever okay then he was like this is a vague lol that i could just ignore and let and let move on from no i'm gonna double down and be even more homophobic with words you know
1: (laughs) the way he said that wasn't enough well (laughs) well well it's over well I didn't expect to be thrown into this political arena, but I'm being forced in. Insensitive perhaps, but a bigot I am not. Hashtag buckle up, hashtag truth. And oh my god. And then he said.
0: Yeah, it was, it became a conversation about schools, which is always my favorite version. Like, schools, we're being forced to win schools. This is
1: just crazy how it goes from like, I'm not homophobic, but here's the homo- most homophobic shit imaginable. Love whomever you yeah, want. That's truly. your business, not mine. My problem is the hostile takeover of our cities and schools by cities LGBTQ. This schools. is the concern of many. They're coming for our kids.
0: Listen this. He also shot down claims he abandoned the Peaches Singer 29. I mean, this is a guy who literally, like, was not a father to his kid until his kid became famous on YouTube. So, like, I don't know why he's talking about family values. It's really rich for this guy to be discussing family values. He also pulls out, I love my brother who is gay, which is another <laughs> funny <laughs> funny thing for him to do. Very, I love my gay brother, but... <laughs>
1: <laughs> but the gays really need to get out of our schools and our cities and also my life. <laughs> yeah, right. Literally, I don't mean to laugh at life. that. Like this this sort of like horrible big behavior is sucks. like really terrible and it's making lives miserable. But the this point guy is... This guy's just so
0: stupid. It's just hard to not laugh. I'm sorry.
1: Yes. Just a real, real big idiot. So you may say, Bobby, both of the people in this gay rights, gay wrong segment are straight. To which I will say, that's the point I'm trying to make. And this point is no better uh, explained than by this headline, which I saw yesterday on Us Weekly. Under the tag, literally under the pink tag, Gay Pride. And the headline is, Melissa McCarthy, Niecy Nash, Christine Quinn, and more stars celebrate Pride 2023, colon, see the photos. And the photo is of Melissa McCarthy, not queer, Niecy Nash, queer, and Christine Quinn, not queer, as Best we know. And even in the lead, it says, waving their rainbow flags proudly, allies like Melissa McCarthy and Christine Quinn joined LGBTQ plus icons such as Tinashe and Nisi Nash Betts for 2023 Pride celebrations. I'm just seeing so many allies in coverage of Pride this year. I think more than in years past. And I'm just pointing that out as something that I've noticed. And I find it interesting. I find it a little interesting. I find it nice. And I find it supportive and heartening and lindsay ugh, just the greatest ally on the on the planet well do you i mean do you hear my silence i hear your silence and i appreciate that can we do a seemingly alert can you play the seemingly alert noise let's let's read some seemingly do uh, I alert well even still headlines.
0: have the seemingly alert noise somewhere <laughs> Hunnam seemingly recognized Wear Orange Weekend and National Gun Safety Awareness Day on Friday by wearing orange while out for lunch in Los Angeles.
1: Troy Aikman seemingly announces end of marriage in PDA pics with new girlfriend.
0: <laughs> Diddy and ex-Misa have positive exchange after she seemingly share grievances. Quote, I love you, queen.
1: <laughs> Ariana Maddox seemingly admits she feels bad for Raquel Levis after Tom Sandoval affair.
0: Melissa Gorga releases sweatshirt seemingly shading Teresa Judice amid Real Housewives of New Jersey reunion.
1: Kim Cattrall seemingly hinted at end just like that negotiation plan before cameo was unveiled.
0: Fans are now deeply concerned at Simon Cowell's face seemingly continues. <laughs> Continues to melt. I had
1: to end with that one. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to. I'm sorry. I had to. I'm sorry. I've never seen that Seemingly Continues nice. to Melt. We cannot skip. Natalie Portman appears upset while out with husband Benjamin Milipede and their kids. Camille Etienne.
0: We can't skip this alleged mistress slash eco warrior. Camille Etienne. Etienne. Camille Etienne. God, I have to say, this Avec Camille. screams. Benjamin. This is. No.
1: Avec Camille. This...
0: <laughs> Benjamin, no. No. <laughs> Listen, I want to focus more. I mean, we can say who she is, Camille Tien, because she's a little bit interesting, but mm-hmm. this is, this smells, this smells, this, this whole stinky. thing smells.
1: This is stinky. It's stinky.
0: It doesn't give cheating. It no, gives not at all. It gives consent.
1: It gives consent. It gives, you don't know our relationship. You don't know anything about our relationship. I just, we, we talked about this with our friends over the weekend, and we were talking about, like, everything about, like, Natalie Portman. and Because Natalie Portman famously got with Benjamin Mil- Milpier or whatever <laughs> after uh, meeting on, this, what was it, Black Swan? Because he's a choreographer, like yeah. a French dancer. But so they she meet, was
0: also involved with the director of allegedly
1: Black Allegedly rumored, allegedly seemingly. Right. Mm-hmm. So then they have this whirlwind romance. She wins an Oscar for this movie. She meets the love of her life on the set of this movie. They get married. They have a baby instantly. People, there or was all was this. Or was it
0: the. Right. Was it the pushing away from being involved with the director? Darren
1: Aronofsky, room, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. So,
0: not the first time he's, you know, dated the star of his film, no, Jennifer Lawrence, no. many years later. So, it's like, I'm just saying there's, it's not that out of the, it's not that crazy. And I, the people, these rumors were pretty, like, they were pretty
1: resourced at yes. the time. But I just, like, I don't, I think that Natalie Portman, since that moment specifically, has been so private about her personal life and, I mean, especially with, regards to her child with regards to her marriage like she's not a very forthcoming person she's not a very like open book of an actor you know No. she takes herself very seriously that's car that's sort of her whole thing like oh i'm this i went to harvard like i'm i'm uh, pals with a famous like literary brooklyn man you know like she doesn't talk about Mm. this kind of stuff so i'm sort of like i'm very eyes emoji when i see Any sort of definitive story about what's going on in our personal life because we just, there's no way, there's no way what we see here is the full truth, you know? Well,
0: also, this information was out in the French press a while ago and just hit American press recently. So part of me thinks that, like, people put some puzzle pieces together and then she was like, okay, now we need to like roll this out, Mm -hmm. you know, in some way that is like makes sense or doesn't make us both look bad or whatever. I'm not sure what it does. It's more just like, this is a confusing uh, couple. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. I guess they're, you know, and I feel very much like this isn't the big uh, cheating scandal that we kind of see it as Mm -hmm. being.
1: No, I don't think so. It's. I think when you said it's giving consent, that's sort of how I feel.
0: I mean, and this girlie is not just like some random like 25-year-old girlie. She's like literally a climate change activist who's friends with like Greta and like is has TED Talks and does so much work, mostly within French media, within that world, like for climate change, et cetera. Like I was reading this profile of her on Figaro, Have you heard of the Figaro? I
1: have heard of the Figaro.
0: And it's, uh, this is translated, but who is really Camille Etienne, the green activist, the new darling of the urban left? And I was like, oh, the new darling of the urban left. (laughs) She has a TED talk. Yeah. She said, "It's difficult to always be green in a world that is not." Which I'm sure sounds
1: better in French, but <laughs> I'm also sure it works in English. I'm sure it does. She apparently wrote a book called "For an Ecological Uprising: Overcoming Our Collective Powerlessness." She's literally friends with Greta Thunberg. Moi, j'ai 22 ans aujourd'hui, et donc a priori en 2050, si je suis toujours là, je serai pas très très vieille. J'aurai la cinquantaine. Et en fait, à 50 years, les gens qui aujourd'hui prennent décisions ont à peu près cet âge-là, et ils se projettent in 2050 un truc de génération future
0: nous It's just fascinating that not that many years ago Nally Portman was in this high profile scandal in which she was Ten Pals with a vegan novelist <laughs> who was going to leave his novelist wife for her. And mm-hmm. it came and they published their letters in the New York Times. Mm-hmm. And then it came out that she was like, all right, babe, I'm coming to get you. And she was like, never, mi-. never she was mind. She's like, no, I never uh-uh. said that. No, nope. really. I never said I don't that. I do date really. you. <laughs> What And then she stayed with her husband. He didn't care, I guess, that she was having this maybe emotional affair or maybe just a, a, a conversation misconstrued as emotional affair by one party. And then he broke up with his wife. I'm just like this like this is what kind of gets me sus about all of this because I'm like she is whatever she's got going on. Something else yeah. we, we don't even have the capacity to understand the woman doesn't do a ton of press But she recently did this documentary series about Angel City the like the football league in Soccer football league in LA the women's league and it's this documentary series on HBO and she's been doing press for it So it's like this coming out while she's like actively doing press is also kind of weird to me mm-hmm. Or maybe on purpose Ooh. or maybe something. I don't know and oh also while her new movie premieres at Cannes
1: Oh, yeah May Isn't December in a while May December.
0: So it's like, okay, so she has this buzzy movie that's premiering at Cannes, this like show that she's promoting on HBO, and now this like huge scandal. I'm kind of like, Oh, that's a mm-hmm. lot. That's three, babe.
1: That's three. That's a lot. Next up we had this is this is sort of funny, speaking of speaking of Europeans from France to Italy. Manes Maneskin's Damiano David confirms split from girlfriend Georgia Soleri <laughs> after viral video of him kissing mystery Georgia? woman. So what this is giving to me is like they broke up a while ago but they had to announce it because someone on TikTok caught him snogging someone else at a club.
0: Oh, that's a good take. That's, so you're I saying that happened. they didn't break up because of this but they were no. already broken up.
1: I assume oh, that they okay. were already broken up. And this is the guy who won Eurovision also, like, a couple of years he's ago. He's
0: 24. Yeah. He's 24 and like uh, like yes, sure. Okay. Yeah,
1: fine. I enjoy that Monaskin is still like receiving American press after Eurovision. I think it's very resilient and cool. I know they're cool me too.
0: Even even press that like their album sucked. I don't care. It's like they're still getting. They're still like a modern day famous Eurovision act, which yeah. is very nice. We got a call from someone that was like, "Don't play this." If like a week ago or so, that was like, I was at this wedding and Irina Shake and Tom Brady were making out all night long, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "That is a fucking perfect." Couple. Irina Shake is like millionaire hunting right now. It's
1: crazy. She's so Kanye. fucking funny.
0: And you guys think she's getting back with Bradley Cooper? She's absolutely Who not. are you talking to?
1: Not me. You guys, not me. <gasps>
0: you guys Irina shake this is from page six who of course spun it in like the rudest way possible Ugh. Irina shake although I did just call her a millionaire hunter but <laughs> yeah you did fine. call her I shake threw Jesus. herself at Tom Brady at a-list wedding she followed him <laughs> she followed him the lead made me laugh she, she's a she's a beautiful gorgeous supermodel she doesn't need to follow if, him If she's anything
1: a s- she's a 10 and he's a Fucking six, you know? Like, absolutely. What? Exactly. Irina Shayk threw herself at Tom Brady at A-list wedding. Quote, she followed him. The lead on this story is, where's a good offensive tackle when you need one? And I'm sort of like, do they want her to get tackled? What, to tackle
0: her? Yeah, they want her to get tackled.
1: Spies told Page Six that famed model Irina Shayk made, quote, a beeline for newly single Tom Brady at the much-talked-about wedding of Joe Namad and Madison Hedrick last week and scarcely let him out of her sight throughout the weekend-long festivities. But Shayk's manager strenuously (laughs) denied that account, telling us, quote, that it's totally fictional.
0: Billy Crudup and Naomi Watts are both thems. Uh, um, we should we not talk married. about it.
1: They're just they're they're hooey thems. They're hooey thems. But we can okay. move on. Well, whatever. This is new. This is new. I haven't seen this. So this is- Emma isn't...
0: Watson gave a piggyback yes. ride to a snack brand founder. It's not. Or she got a piggyback ride. <laughs>
1: this isn't a PDA. This isn't a hard launch or a soft launch. Oh, she lunch. piggybacks. This is a piggyback. Yeah, she piggybacks.
0: Oh, so it's okay. I'm sorry. They're using piggyback as a verb. They're not saying she literally got a piggyback ride.
1: No. No, she did. She got a piggyback ride. Wait, if you click it, there's photos what? of her getting a piggyback ride. But they <laughs> call it piggybacking, which is kind of rare. I don't really see piggybacking as a verb. Usually you see her piggybacking is usually a verb for like non-literal Yeah, verb.
0: follows up. No, yes. piggyback means like, fo- like Lindsay piggybacked to- her iconic... Podcast who would be with like too. another yes. iconic but yeah it's like you followed this with something else so Emma Watson was literally photographed on the back of a man
1: who's a snack brand founder named Ryan Cohn she
0: <laughs> fucking lo- Emma Watson if if you're a random white guy with a floppy haircut who's founded a, an item with a startup <laughs> Emma Watson is item. coming for
1: you she's coming for your back
0: she's coming she's for coming, your back she's literally gonna jump on your back. She's literally going to jump on your back. Oh, he's handsome. Oh, I would yeah. piggyback the hell out of him too. Oh, yeah. it, okay, that sounds gross, but whatever, oh, yeah. I would.
1: Co-founder of at Proper Snacks. This is here here are the three three bullet points that give this guy's rich as hell. This is how you know he's rich as hell. Number 1, co-founder of literally anything. Number 2, ambassador for something I've never heard of, but it says championing businesses for as a force for good. Rich people do that. And then also on the board of Hello Hubbub environmental charity. You don't get on the board of an environmental charity unless you have money to spare, you know, unless you have some time. And then do we just want to move on to Rita? Yeah. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the who queen. Tens of people want to know all about. What's Rita Ora up to?
0: Who oh, is this woman? Here's the lead. Here's the lead. I woke up this morning. First thing I see on my phone, which again is my fault. I take full responsibility. This is my fault. My yeah, fault.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. My
0: fault. First thing I see on my phone, Rita posted a carousel that I think begins with a selfie of her. And Russell Crowe.
1: No, you have to flip. The Russell Crowe's in the middle. The Russell Crowe stuff oh, okay. isn't well, even the lead in it. That's even image. more
0: embarrassing that I flipped.
1: Yeah, you flipped. Rita. <laughs> you flipped.
0: Rita performed live with none other than Gladiator himself, Russell Crowe. Down under royalty. Wasn't he
1: in a band? Oh, yeah. He's still in the band. He's still so in the band. did she just
0: perform with his band?
1: It was this. You could tell it was a big event. She wasn't clear okay. on what the event Name? was. Oh, I know Russell what it's called.
0: Crow's Band. I
1: know what it's called. That's what not is a quiz. It? It's th- like uh, thirty foot, thirty feet of grunts.
0: You're so close. It's thirty odd foot of oh, grunts. 30 odd foot of grunts.
1: Yeah, there we go. Okay, fine. <laughs> thirty, thirty. My sister odd saw of them grunts. live in like 1999 or something. Like she's she that's, had a huge Russell Crowe obsession, and I guess they played at like South by Southwest huge. once, and she saw them.
0: It was a birthday show for none other than another Aussie royalty, the the DJ, the video, the radio DJ, Kyle Sandiland's birthday party. Okay. Russell Crowe and performed. Rita were performed okay. together. He turned 51 okay. at this million dollar bash. Got it. And it was a surprise. God, they, Kyle Sandiland's
1: very famous in He's Australia. He's very famous. Never forget, she and Russell are, have at least been friends for like three years, because they've no, they've, are you kidding? She, they hang and out and they're photographed together when she's in Australia. Well,
0: because he's Australian royalty. When she's there, she's also Australian royalty. And yeah. he was in Thor, right?
1: Yes, he was. Oh my god, yes, it's a Tyga. So Tyka, he was in Tyka Thor, connection. and he guy met
0: guy through Tyka. Guy. Yeah, so they've been going out to dinner with Russell and his girlfriend forever. I, you always see headlines about them eating dinner on like the beautiful, like beautiful Byron Bay, and or, like wherever the fuck they are. Not you know? to be,
1: not to be rude, but like. Russell Crowe's girlfriend is closer in age to Rita Ora than Russell Crowe, so like the girlfriend oh, is sure. like a uh, is is a Rita Ora esque. But you can tell
0: that like Russell loves Rita. Come on, oh,
1: how could yeah. you not? Russell's, Russell loves her. Russell's a lad. Like Russell's a good time. He
0: right, and guess who else is a good time? Rita Ora.
1: We're done. Thank you for listening to another episode of Who Weekly. Keep calling in at 619 Who Them to leave questions, comments, and concerns for our Friday show. Who's there? Support us on patreon.com slash Weekly for bonus episodes, the Discord server, commentary tracks, and more. You can also get the audio only, audio only, in Apple Podcasts app. Just click subscribe and you can get the audio only there. Thank you to Katie and Eric of the Who's for providing our read a theme song. Thank you to Timmy, our research and editorial assistant, for researching and editorializing. And we'll see you on Friday. Bye.
0: Bye. It's a When the woman I need is so far out of reach When we touch and when we talk I'm in each other Will I hate for more around What's, What's her name What's her name You or Zayla You Yeah They wanna know
1: to be famous.